0: All right. So when we talk about this, I want you to succinctly lay out what, like, very clearly, if you can, what makes Olcovic bang.
1: Everything. <laughs> 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 right. Fucking everything. Jesus yeah,
2: know, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy I shit. I know it's on a different playing It's field.
0: so broke. Hello, and welcome to the tenth ever episode of Key Fort, a podcast about friends playing Keyforge in a fort. Today on Key Fort, a mega banger emerges.
3: We showed it to Brad. I asked him, what turn do you think that this thing can win on? And he looked at the deck list and said, two? But will the guys be able to wield
2: its power? I'm just so mad because that deck doesn't even take skill. He's like, you're dumb. Anybody can win with that <laughs> you're deck. You're dumb. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> or will it end up destroying the fort forever? Even pizza was a scandal. Like the pizza shows up and TJ's like, that's all a pizza? Oh, shit. Ah, fuck it, I'm ordering more pizza. I, this is bullshit. That's not enough pizza. <laughs> and you know what? That son of a bitch ordered two more pizzas. Yeah. Let's open up the fort. Oh, well, I just heard uh, the news today. Yeah, This deck sucks with arms wide open. Uh...
3: Hello and welcome to the Key For Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Jeff. And we're joined here by our sunken chest producer, Jason. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, yeah, He's today got we've f- got... He does. It's just a little bit of a sunken chest. It's great. You can put your whole fist in it. Um, okay. Sounds hot. Today we've got a good, <laughs> a good episode for you. We're going to revisit competitive versus casual play after we've gone into the rushes a little bit with some competitive play. We're also going to talk about... Uh, getting our giant play mats and we're going to close out with our poppin freshies
2: freshies are on my mind it's going to be a really nice recap i think of oldovich yeah can't cannot wait to get into you got got this
3: eating grin on your face just so excited about talking about
2: about oldovich the impersonator of the moon because it's mine
3: we have been playing quite a bit lately we hit up the source for some team games and we're going to talk about that a little bit keyfort managed to bring Two teams to that, and that was super fun. And we we debuted the giant mats with team stuff. Jeff, you you had one of these shipped to us with like priority shipping, and spent like sixty dollars just to get it here on time. <laughs> yes, I did. That's that is correct. Yes, I did spend basically
2: the same price of the mat. I, I doubled down to get two day rush shipping.
1: It was worth it. Yeah, it made the Sanctimonious guys feel inadequate. It was great.
2: <laughs> I felt so bad for that. It was, totally, I didn't it was only happenstance. Friggin' Luke joins a—it wasn't happenstance. Luke joins a key fort team to go crush some souls at the source, and then he busts out Yeah. Friggin' yeah. Sanctimonious mat right next to me. Yeah, right we, should,
3: <laughs> we should rewind just a little bit, because we invited Sky Jedi to be on a key fort team, and he brought a Sanctimonious play mat, and he plopped it down right next to your giant mat.
2: But it was okay because it looked so cute. <laughs> it's a great looking mat. It Don't is, get me wrong. They yeah, they've got some nice freaking awesome designs. Yeah. I was on their Discord server and yeah. kind of got us inspired to up our game a little bit too. But it was kind of funny the way it was juxtaposed next to the personality of the key for it, Matt.
3: Yeah, and I want to be clear. We didn't do it on purpose. It <laughs> no. Was, it's all Sky Jedi's fault. It's all, he did it. fault. It's he all did his fault. It's all his fault. If he just would have just come with a normal play mat. It would you know? have been fine. And then he threw it on us. He said, "Oh well, if you just would have given me a mat, I wouldn't have brought a sanctimonious one." And was I
2: said, like "If that? I had known that, I would have gotten you I one." Got you one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, no it was, was fun. it was awesome it though. Was fun. So yeah, I mean, we've been playing so much. We haven't had time to bust out Wingspan. We haven't had time to really play any game in the fort except KeyForge. I think we're staying pretty fresh with it though. I don't think anybody's burning
0: out. I know there's some people we're some talk, people are touch brain, on, Yeah,
2: well, that. that's a little bit of a league league uh,
0: update there. But hold the... up, hold up. Okay, we need to talk about Fantasy Flight's big announcement that they're now offering a plush fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Shit!
2: Yeah, because mm-hmm. that was in the background, mm-hmm. and well, did you see the, the
0: Crucible cast? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They announced mm-hmm. it. You can get it at the events now. Mm-hmm. They have ten thousand of them. Coming. So, if anyone checks out our Instagram account, which they should, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They'll know that the real fuzzy. Is 2D. Yeah. A good point. Yeah. We've
2: we got a pretty close relationship with him. We, right. I mean, he goes everywhere with you, Jason. So right. if anyone
0: is out there and can get a hold of a plush Fuzzy, yeah. send it our way, and, and we'll have the real Fuzzy deal with the situation.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can give the plush Fuzzy a pretty good home here in the fort. I, you know, I think there's what enough the, square footage for him to no. Oh, no, he no, will get no, destroyed no, by the real fuzzy. No. Oh, Jason's want, talking about
3: taking care of him.
2: Oh, oh, like taking care uh, of. No, him. There's one real fuzzy. Like when you say take care of the car, and then you set it on fire. Yes. Like it's that kind of take yes, care of yes, the car that kind.
0: So yeah. if anyone gets a hold of one, yeah. please send it our way.
2: It's gonna get really ugly because the true fuzzy. If you saw one of our more recent posts, he tinkles Szechuan pepper oil. Mm. That dude is.
3: That's, that's just drinks. violently poisonous. That's what he
2: drinks to hydrate. Yeah, he has, like, Szechuan peppercorns running through his veins. Like, yeah. he's a spicy little guy. He's
3: spicy. <laughs> <laughs> he's spicy. He's spicy. He's he someone not to fuck with. That's
2: I mean, he's sure. super cute, but there's a reason why he's getting blown the fuck out of that wild wormhole. Yeah. Or sucked into the wormhole. <laughs> that's so true. He looks pissed. Get out of here. <laughs> We're sending you to a different dimension. But now I get why they're like, oh, shit, it's a bunch of fuzzy grins. Like... <laughs> Like you don't want them peeing hot oil all over you. Just, yeah. that stuff stains. Yeah. I right. really want to get my hands on a plush fuzzy gren. I, I, I would
3: love get it. One for for Sophie, she loves those things. Yeah. She'd love it. Yeah. So, so be, once you're done mauling it, <laughs> send it over. Send the dead body over. Yeah. I mean, whatever's left of it, we could hang
2: it in the fort kind of as a, a warning to other fuzzy gren
3: imposters.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We'll let we'll let fuzzy take care of it. He knows best. So today we've got some forging sounds to go through some form checks. If it's your first time joining us, we like to make sounds with our mouths and bodies when we forge keys. A couple of people have sent them in to us and we're going to go through and we're going to pick a winner today for our t-shirt. Yep. Yeah, and thanks for sending all these in,
3: guys. It's it's been really fun compiling them and listening to them.
2: looking forward to getting into some form check here and giving you guys some really good, useful, constructive
1: feedback so you can bring your A-game at your next event. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's do it. First up, we've got at Dustin Clays on Twitter.
2: Hi, this is Dustin Clays, and this is my forging a key sound. It is my round metal key launching vertically off the launching pad, doing a barrel roll, killing its engines, and settling back down on the launching pad. And it sounds like this. I love it. I love oh, wow! It. Do a barrel roll. Peppy would be proud. Yeah, I love it, and and,
3: and <laughs> I love the way I love the way he sets it up so that so mm. that you can like you can visually visualize men- yeah. you, you can visualize him picking his key up, flipping it over a few times, and then settling it down.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's great. I, I think that's strong. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great,
3: and Bill's great. He drives an hour to come down to. Like three blocks away from the fort every yeah. Tuesday night to play at Dreamer's Vault, and he just loves the game so much. He just he just makes the drive. He's awesome,
1: and he enjoys Szechuan.
3: He enjoys okay. Szechuan. He's perfect. a solid dude. So- yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think there's much to check there because it's it's just kind of perfect. It is, it's it's strong. great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what, what do we have next? All right. Next up is Blazing Archon.
3: Blazing Archon. You can also find him. He runs a KeyForge blog called Cosmic Crucible. Oh okay. yeah. You can yeah. check that out.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is JR, also
3: known as Blazing Archon, and this is my Forge sound. Boom.
1: Okay. Right. So he's got a prop there. It sounds like he's got some uh, oh, bubble, bubble wrap. wrap? Bubble, bubble
2: wrap. I don't yeah, know. Okay. It sounds like a fortune cookie to me. Really? It
1: sounds like bubble wrap it's to me. It had a couple cellophane. Pops. Oh, yeah. A, I think it was bubble wrap. So I give him props if he actually brought props. Props like, on props? Yeah. Mm. Prop, prop, prop. Props on props. Uh, if he actually brought that, that would be that would be money that'd be great
3: yeah if he's taken that to yeah. to
1: vault tours yeah it's
3: a little impractical it is a little it is, impractical but,
1: but if he committed and did it yeah that would be high points
3: it would be high points we haven't we haven't had anyone bring props yet no which is good because i think it might start to get unruly if if we go down that <laughs>
2: path it could turn into like
3: NFL end zone celebrations, and you never get any. <laughs> I mean, we any key forging done. We've talked before about creating like Rube Goldberg machines to to forge keys and stuff. Like, yeah, like like and, a little trebuchet, chains, like a little yeah. trebuchet that you, that you can put your your ember in, and when you forge, you can launch it back to the to the ember bucket. That would be kind of fun.
0: I've got new insight to forging sounds. Huh. You need a a sound that cuts through. Mm. I, I was doing mm. my forging sound, and no one even gave two two shits about it. Which is weird because it's one of the weirdest things to see in real life. Yeah. You know, it's not something that you normally see a grown man do. At these events, there's people talking. It's noisy. You need something that cuts through. And I think that bubble wrap,
2: even if he had
0: it, no one's going to really hear it.
2: Well, maybe not, but, I mean, I would remember if I'm playing a guy and he forges on me and all of a sudden so he you- pulls bubble wrap out of his back pocket and goes <laughs> yeah, if, if right in my it, face and then goes pop- the boom pops like, a whole like, bunch
3: of yeah. air pockets out of and himself then and then just <laughs> booms a key down
1: I'd be like what like, yeah, I yeah if you're like if you're like in their face with the bubble wrap and you got your other your key in the other hand you're just like jiggling around when your bubble and then boom at the end I like it yeah I think I think it takes guts to pull off but if you do it if you commit to that I say it's very strong
2: yeah what was his blog again
3: Cosmic Crucible. Cosmic crucible. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of like a big boat, you know, you know, can put people on it. What? It's cruise shippable. Oh, oh it's okay. a cosmic cruise ship. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> All
2: right. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, I say it's strong. Nice, nice work. Yeah, uh, let's let's move time. on.
3: Who do we have up next, Dan? All right. Last up is Nick. Hi, my name is Nick. So I always thought it was kind of like uh, opening a can or popping a Cap off the bottle, so I make kind of like a can opening or bottle opening sound. So here's my forging sound. Uh, it's it's yeah. very refreshing.
1: Yeah, it yeah, uh, it has an action associated with it. You know, you flip it as you're kitching. Mm-hmm. So, um, for a yeah, second there,
3: I thought he was gonna say "pop a freshie" when he was gonna yeah. pop a beer, and I don't know why we haven't called beers freshies yet.
2: Oh, my dad. Oh. My dad does. Does he?
3: Oh yeah. He's, He's like, ready? hey,
2: I'm gonna go. Crack a freshie. Crack a freshie? I'm like, you yeah. You tell him to pop a freshie? I was like, dad, it's pop a freshie. He's like, don't tell <laughs> me my business. Typical dad. <laughs> yeah. Right there. But no, I think I like that, you know, I'm going to grab a prop here, but I like where you, you know, if you're holding on to it mm-hmm. and you feel like there's pressure there and you're like,
3: mm.
2: and it doesn't flip, you don't flip it. You're like, right. I just released the pressure.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All it took was a little bit. Mm. And then you're like, flip it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. I, mean, I think so, too.
3: Thanks, Nick, for sending that in. But I don't know if it cuts through a room, though. You could cut. Yeah, you can make that loud. Wow. Oh, yeah, That that hit. Listening to all these has reminded me that I have a new forging sound, you guys. Oh, yeah, Scott's man. got a new forging sound. I finally sound. found one that feels
1: right. We're proud of you. Wow. Let's hear this it. This has been a long road for you. Yeah, Okay. Let's hear so
3: it. So I get my mini. I don't have any minis. Don't worry about oh. it. Just, um, here, use the top of my coffee cup. There you go. I I no, that's I gross. I, I, I pick no, up the no. mini full of ember okay. and I move it over towards the ember pile and then when I dump it I go with my mouth okay and then I flip it I flip the ember over and dump it and then when I put it back down I go <laughs> <laughs> but he does do it in real time so I do though do it really fast I do go, it in real time <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: he was breaking that out last night I can't make that sound can you with your like. Without the pucker, no. mm-hmm. like it's, but with his lips, it's incredible, like a superhero. No, that's, that's magic. <laughs> it's pretty good.
3: Yeah. Well, this was all no, the rage when I was no in pucker. You know, when I was in uh, early junior high. Okay. Uh, everybody it's in my really school good. was doing this, and if you couldn't do it, you were a loser. Yeah. okay. And so, for, like, the entire seventh grade, like, all of us seventh grade boys were talking to each other with, <laughs> with
2: those pops. It's just pops and buzzes over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Great. wow, that's a lot of forging sounds. So yeah. let's figure out... Um, so oh, yeah, we've got gonna... 6 submissions, right? Cuz your yeah, nephews are out. They're going to yeah. get shirts no matter what. Yeah. So let's roll D6. We got 6 submissions.
3: Uh, you got yep. them written down? He got them all written down. And, and let's see what we get. Uh we in go. no in no particular order. Here we go. 2. Let's see. That's Danimal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Danimal the Danimal animal. The
3: animal. All right. Received a large key fort T-shirt. Okay, so that yeah, congrats, Dano. That that brings us to uh, this week's fort report.
0: Fort report.
3: In this edition of the Fort Report, a miscommunication almost leads to police being called, and the fort continues to sink into the Minneapolis swamp. Jeff, you're here this week with our sponsor. Yeah, this week is brought to
2: you by Sticky Mike's Weapon Storage. Sticky Mike's Weapon Storage. Are you a giant? Yeah. Do you have a giant personal storage problem like most of us? Sure do. Tired of moving your stuff all over every time the war drummer fires up? Uh-huh. Or when drummer not blomps around and you have to leave all of a sudden?
0: <laughs>
2: well, you're in luck. Sticky Mike's Rocket Weapon Racks, rent by the hour or day. No one likes being ready to fight and realizing they forgot where they put their rocket-powered battle axe or the cow that they throw in anger. You got beef with me? Sticky Mike's. We'll hang on to it for you.
3: Ah. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. It's currently 62 degrees in the fort. It's about the same outside. It's kind of just starting to be fall here in Minnesota, and it's kind of nice. I love it. Best time of year. Best time of year. Absolutely beautiful. I've got a fun story to tell you guys Oh, about something that happened in the fort that none of you were involved with. Great. What? Okay. Here we yeah. go. It's in my backyard. You remember me talking about my coworker Brent mm-hmm. who has recently gotten a box of Keyforge and has popped all of his freshies and he's got 12 decks now.
1: I don't remember that at all. Okay. Well, that was a ways back. That oh, was, okay. that was before AOA a- 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 a-
3: even came out. He's a big okay. commander player. Magic commander player. He's got... Uh, basement full of magic cards, mm-hmm. and he loves Commander, and that's all he plays. But I told him, you know, Keyforge is kind of like Commander a little bit. It's got the same kind of feel where, you know, these cards can come out and, and be very impactful, and that's what Commander is. It's like every card is zippy and fun and, and great. So I finally got him into the fort, Jeff, while you were in Omaha. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. We had a workday ditch where... I sent him a text the night before and said, Hey, you know, do you want, we were supposed to get lunch. And I was like, Well, you know, why don't we just lunch all day?
2: You played, you played hooky <laughs> in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gotta I got to get that on the podcast. I got to get okay? that key yep. back from you. So we, so we <laughs>
3: came to the fort on a Wednesday and we met at 10 and we played until like two. We, we played over <laughs> lunch. It was a nice long lunch. Okay. But initially, I had him go to my house, right? Which is a block o- over there, which is very close to us. And I gave him the address. But then later I was like, you know what? Let's just meet in the fort. And then I gave him the address of the fort. Mm. Okay. But then he got the street mixed up with your house address. Oh shit. And I also told him to just park in the back uh-huh. and to come on in. Right?
2: Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, I, I see where this is going mm-hmm. because uh-huh. your so, neighbor is aha. Uh-huh. So he went, uh-huh. so he went and parked
3: uh-huh. on my block. Uh-huh. Same house in the row. Same house in the row, which is Mark's house, two houses down from me. Yeah. uh, Uh Which is where your house is. Yeah. Two houses down. Yeah. So he, he, and, and then he followed my instructions. He got out of his car. Went into the backyard, <laughs> tried to get into the garage because he thought that was the board. <laughs> no right? right? way. Yep. Oh, and I know, yep. Brent.
2: I can picture this. Yep. He's breaking and entering now. He's breaking and entering. Oh, Jesus. Yep.
3: yep. He's in Mark's backyard, which is two houses down from me. Mm. And meanwhile, he's got Mike, my next door neighbor, looking out his window at him. Because Mike's, like, Mike's a the, great neighbor. Mike, Mike keeps an eye on things. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's Yep. He keeps an eye on things. And you know, he's a guy who's, who's prepared to take action against. Uh-huh. someone who is trespassing.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and Mike, you know? Mike and Mark have lived in those houses
3: there for entire
2: lives. lives.
0: And Mike is obsessed about people breaking into garages. He is. Well, he's got one heck he's, of a garage. He's got a huge garage. Yeah. It.
3: So I get a text from Brent saying, saying, I'm in the backyard and the neighbor's eyeing me. <laughs> I don't know if I should be here. And I was like, well, I don't see you in the backyard. I'm, I'm here in the backyard. <laughs> You're in Jeff's <laughs> backyard. And he's like, well, there's this tiny little house. I was like, yeah, it's a tiny house. Yeah, you know." And teeny house. found out that it's not the right House. Get out of there, meeting you, Rodden. And then he showed up here, and he was kind of, you know, a little bit agitated by the whole thing. A little shell-shocked. Uh-huh. A little shell-shocked. <laughs> Mike probably <laughs> yeah. had some choice words right. for him. I caught up to Mike later that afternoon and uh, kind of brought up to him that, you know, you might have seen a weird dude poking around Mark's backyard, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then I explained the situation to him. That I told him, you know, go to go to Jeff's house, and his house is here. And uh-huh. yeah, and he was just he he got a kick out of it. It's was, a good he,
2: thing he, he it was Mark's yard because if he was trying to get into Mike's garage, yeah, there, there
3: would have been yeah, Brent would have had a wrench a
2: wrench thrown at his <laughs> head. There would have been a conversation <laughs> from close <laughs> yeah. range.
3: Yeah. So yeah, holy so crap, that's, that's awesome. Fun. Yeah, but so we ended up having a really nice time in the fort. He's got some pretty fun decks. Yeah, for sure. But it was it was just nice to hang out with him. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next thing that we have got to talk about now that you got your grass in and oh. your garage sided and, and the, the fence is, up and the trees and gone, the tree gone. Yeah. there's one more big project that you, that we got to tackle before you can call this thing good. The Most important project
2: yep. I've ever been involved in in my entire life. Okay. Leveling the fort.
1: Mm-hmm. And when and, I say leveling the fort, listeners, don't worry, fort's not going anywhere. Nope. Just a corner of it's going up.
2: Yeah, it's been sinking into the dirt since 1986, and uh, in order to get the corner, kind of where Jason's sitting here, level with the center, it's kind of come up four and a quarter, probably four and a half inches, so <laughs> yeah. there's a pretty significant slope yeah. going on. Uh, another corner is a few inches off, so we're going to, with the help of a neighbor who di- has done this his whole life, we're going to get some tools and some jacks and some levels, and we're going to jack this thing up and put it on some blocks and... Get it level so it doesn't feel like you're walking downhill
1: Mm -hmm.
2: inside of a building that feels like it's falling over.
3: Yeah. I mean,
2: it was charming for a while, but I just want it level and stress-free
3: because I've been having nightmares
2: about the fort literally falling over. (laughs) Right. Because it it might happen, right? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Like, you stick 1,200 pounds of dudes in here every single Tuesday and it's going to sink more. It
2: Yeah, it's going to sink more, but it'll never fall over. I just want to... Correct it and get it level and have the peace of mind and then the backyards done.
3: Dan you have this week's league update
1: Yeah, this week we did an Archon tournament just one off Archon 1v1 one game
3: and then uh, four matches right
1: four matches. Yep. Jeff took it down. I went four
2: and now. Yep. Yep. Yeah with you what deck? It. Kivu the Fort Emperor. Can you believe yeah. that because it was the Coda Freshie Dan and I had to pop Kota Freshies for the league before And we had just made our matchup Just in the nick of time the day before Or two days before after the team event And put two decks on the table Gave one to Dan, grabbed one Mm -hmm. Turned out it was Fort Emperor So guess what Jason, you're out bitch
3: I'm the Emperor Uh, An Emperor outranks a king King of the Fort Fact check This distinction is not universal There are many examples in history where large kingdoms have been called empires but have been ruled by a single monarch, a king or queen. For example, King George V, Edward VI, and George VI were all kings of the United Kingdom and emperors of India.
2: I have had the best luck with decks in the past couple weeks. Let's
3: just recap this down for the last two episodes of our league. You popped a freshie. That was named the Fort Emperor and kicked Dan's ass with it. Yep. And then took it to an Archon event, a kind of an unproven, pseudo unproven deck. Yeah, a 10 man
2: Swiss Archon four match.
3: And you kicked everyone's ass with it there. Yeah. So it's safe to say, oh, and you kicked everyone's ass and then took the the lead spot in the league. Oh, yeah. So you're number one,
2: right? I'm number one. I got the bye. Right. Jumped 11 points over TJ.
3: You're trending. Right now, yeah, I'm trending. You're peaking at the right time.
1: I am momentum. Did not have a good night. He uh, he was going in, he was the top person, but now he's second after Jeff. And then uh, I'm in third actually, and I'm sitting right next to you. Yep,
3: yep, yep. And and top two get buys for this next week because now it's playoffs
1: because it's it's yeah, it's playoffs. We're doing a bracket tournament. That was big
3: because you went from third to first to secure yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, a buy. I took all the points, got the Which buy. was my plan. I was 3-0 going into our matchup, just mm-hmm. like you were 3-0, and it all came down to that, and and I just got a shit draw. I also
2: had one of the most epic first plays ever. Scott got so oh. pumped.
3: He was so cocky.
2: He threw a bunch of cards down, got three Mars creatures down, was like, let's go! And then I Ammonia Cloud knocked them all out, put five Mars creatures down, and, and just, let's go! Looked him right in the eye. And then Jason looks over at us and goes, why do you guys keep saying that?
0: Because you said it like eight times last podcast.
2: I know. know. I've been really (laughs) self-conscious about it lately. I'm going to go back to the old tennis days and start screaming, come on. Instead. That's just so
3: much more like aggressive, aggressive and less inclusive. Because let's go is come on everybody yeah let's go woo yeah you but know? I'm not a participation trophy millennial I don't, mm-hmm. know. Okay. I don't know none of us are yeah but I still think it's it's more inclusive and fun it is but it's it gets getting, other people excited
2: about doing it with you we digress it's getting burnt out though I'm gonna yeah, okay. make a concerted right. effort well in right.
1: my so I, I played my new banger that mm. I have been having fun with it's a Gecka <clears> Brig deck oh. and I I brigged three times and won each of those games. And the only one I lost was against Adam, where I Gekka'd, but no Brig. Yeah, it was it was quite a night, three so, and one. So
3: Gekka is, is Martian Generosity and, and it, key, key Abduction. abduction. Gekka, yeah. yeah, we'll probably t- touch on that a little bit Yeah, later. we will.
1: <laughs> and Adam's deck
2: is uh, triple ZYX with a Chode and a Key Charge. Yeah. It's, it's
3: freaking brutal. It is brutal. That's all I wanted to okay. talk about. In lieu of a deep thought this week, we have a special sponsor.
2: All right. Yeah. So we have another sponsor here. This one's uh, pretty close to home. This is brought to you by Keyfort. We're just curious. You know, I am just want to have a conversation with the listeners right now. You know, look, do you want to stand out? Do you value space for activities? Is that important to you? I'm just curious. Are you sick of just not having a way to show people you're better than them? I mean, it's tough. It's a a delicate balance. But I think we've got the solution for you. We'd like you to go to our webpage. That's um, keyfortpodcast.com. Did I get that right? Yes. Slash playspace and this is where you have a very important personal decision to make. This is why I, I wanted to just have this conversation, just you and me. You can select a bomb bomb mat, or a banger mat, which you may have seen on our social medias. If you order the bomb bomb mat, then you're just a normie, Chad. It's, I don't know what you'd call it, normal size? I mean, You're not gonna earn any GBP's for chicken tendies. Let's, you know, let's just call it what it is, right? Mom's gonna be disappointed. You know, the upside for you is you don't have to rock the boat. You can just fit in with everybody else and have your teeny little mat that doesn't fit all your creatures. Can't even get a freaking beverage on there. It's stupid. But if you order the banger mat, you're making a statement. You're saying, let's go. I have room for everything. You can't tell me nothing. You're not my real dad. I do what I want. Let's go. Go buy our mats. We want to get rich. Thanks. Yeah, we are making our own mats. We've got a couple on their way to some Vault Tour players, so hopefully you'll see them in the wild. Good luck to those guys and get into the finals. They're going to be offered in two sizes. There's the Keyforge size, aka the Banger Mat, scientifically proven to up your game. It's got everything you need. It's got room for everything. It's kind of your own personal space. Or you can order a Bomb Bomb mat, which is just a normal size mat. It's fine. You're still going to be
3: repping Keyfort. It's still going to be elegant, but... A Bomb Bomb is still a Keyforge deck, and it's still appreciated. We love it. We love it. It's just a different kind of love. It's just a different kind of size, you know, in case you don't feel like you want to be giant. But... Being giant is the wave of the future. You you got to get into it now because if, if you're not first, you're last to this one, I think, folks. We have two designs up there. We've got one with the giant Keyfort word mark right in the middle, and then we have one that's smaller and more elegant that's down to the side, and the lighting on the fort is a little bit better in that one. Multiple choices, and we've got the standard play mat size, the bomb bomb mat, just like you said, and then we've got the banger mat, which is giant. So go check them out. You can check those out at keyfortpodcast.com playspace play space. They're so compelling that Mr. I hate mats yeah. ordered one, didn't you, Dan?
2: I, I
1: did order one. Yeah. It's coming in a couple of weeks. They're that good. Yeah. yeah, I don't use play mat, Dan. But they're so pretty. Like, Andy Man did an amazing job on he, this for him. He killed logo. it. He yeah. killed it.
3: Yeah, and and the stitching is really nice, and the rubber back. I'm very opinionated about these, and I don't want these to just go out there in any old play mat. They have to be the stitch sides, and they have to be the rubber back mat, because I want people to say, wow, that's a cool mat.
2: Yeah, and I think we accomplished that. Team trick.
3: Have open and clear conversations with your partner. It's important for you to be on the same page. Team
1: trick. Unnerve your opponents by having your team dress up as circus clowns because there's nothing scarier than sitting across the table from a clown. Team trick. Chaps. Calhide chaps. Team
2: tricks. So, guys, let's talk about competitive versus casual play. Now, this is a big, big kind of recurring theme for us. We got into this because we're casual, we're not opening hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds of decks. We're not buying decks on the secondhand market. We don't really have aspirations to win a vault tour. Well, maybe we do now. We'll <laughs> touch on that later. <laughs> However, previously, you know, we are all we we're all content to just pop some freshies when we want, yep. come on in the fort and hang out and, and just play. Like Scott and I played last night, and we just said, let's just go grab random middling decks yeah. out of our boxes and see what's what and, and have fun. So I went and looked for some houses I liked and... It was, it was a blast. Right, know?
3: but I brought two secret bangers to a middling deck party and kicked yeah. his ass with them. Yeah, well,
2: you're
1: a bad man. <laughs> I just needed yeah. a little pick-me-up.
2: Yeah, Scott, just... Scott needed to feel better about himself after I destroyed him in League Play. We've been out there kind of dabbling a little bit more in the competitive scene.
3: We went to Dreamers for an Archon event that I unfortunately didn't get to play because I didn't bring my phone to be able to scan myself in. And why didn't you system. bring your phone, Scott? Because I was trying to decompress after having a very stressful situation trying to get you out of your house to go play, and you were being a little bitch. I was on the disc golf course. No, you weren't. You were home. No, I wasn't. I was at Wobbin. Oh, Wobbin was is right by, it's right there. I was hot. You could have just popped right over. I was hot. You could have been there in two minutes. Nope, I was hot. I was hot. I was hot too. Yeah, well, you're being a
1: bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're being well, such
2: a little, you you brought Oldovich to Dreamers to try to destroy people. Yeah, I did. I wanted to see it just just wreck. And then didn't bring your phone. Didn't bring my phone.
3: And so then you had to, what, just sit there? Just sat there and watch Jason little, play. Like a little pouty baby? No, I was I was having fun. I enjoyed okay. it. I All enjoyed right, well, that's good. I mean, they are a yeah. good crew of guys there. Oh, yeah, it was really nice, and, and girls, too. And Bill was there. Bill Bill was there. And yep. Luke. Well, Dustin Clays. Dustin Clays. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Sky, Sky Jedi wasn't there. And then most of the people that we saw
2: Luke, at The Source. Yeah. So then we went we to The Source day. on Sunday for a team event.
3: That yeah. That was fun. We took two teams, and it was a really good time. We had, there was six teams total. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, six teams total, two of which were our team. We had myself, Chris, and Jason on one team. And then, Jeff, you were on the other team with Sky Jedi and Nemonius, Matt. Yeah. And Bill. Bill. Dustin. Dustin Clays. Clays. And you guys had a pretty good run.
2: We would have gone 3 0. Oh. <laughs> Luke got double life webbed going for the win, and Bill got nailed with like a Hypno Beam or something where, I mean, he had it right on the. Right on the cusp, and they both lost on, like, last-turn heroics, mm-hmm. where it got swung on them, and then they couldn't come back. So it was, it was pretty darn competitive play. Otherwise, they handled their business pretty well. Yeah. The other two They're games, they player. just smoked them.
3: So that event really, to me, highlighted the, the stark difference between a competitive player versus a casual player. Big um, time. Our, our first match was up against Team Purple Rain, and that consisted of uh, a team that had experience being together as a team at a Vault Tour side event mm. for this stuff. Was and, that
2: Logotarian? Was yep, that Luke? Yep,
3: Imposter Luke. Imposter Luke. <laughs> Imposter Luke. <laughs> um, Hashtag other Luke. Yep. So, so their team was Imposter Luke, Bring Back Mars Jordan from the Collinsville stream. Great guy. Sign.
2: I agree with him hundred percent. And then, and then a guy,
3: a guy I didn't meet. But he also went to the vault tour down there and they were a team down there and they had some pretty good success down there. And they decided to run the decks that they ran down there too. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they had experience being as a team together in a competitive environment with these decks. Yeah. They and, brought their bangs. And and one of the deck was a top eight deck. Bang. Yeah, Luke. Luke was a top Luke, eight yep. finisher. Oh, and he's so nice. And oh, yeah. being you know, being across from me, you know, like I should have taken out one of his Witch of the Eyes because he's got this reap to go get back dust pixie things. It's a giant rush deck that just Rex yeah Yeah. and I destroyed a creature other than that witch of the eye and you know afterwards he kind of recapped the game with me and said like you probably should have taken this thing out because this deck has like just kill all the witches all the time yeah always and he's, he's, he's a really nice guy and and you can tell that he wants to grow the game and be competitive and he just really really likes the game but the decks that he plays and the decks that the other guys are playing, even the decks have such a stark contrast to the decks that we're piloting in the fort. It just seems like those guys spend a little bit more money on the game. They look at the meta and figure out which decks will perform well. They buy on the secondary market, they sell on the secondary market, they, they kind of fund this cycle of decks to be able to, mm-hmm. to choose from. And they're very analytical and thoughtful and can put like, the lines of play through in a methodical way. And then also be able to look at your deck list and determine what's in there and what's coming. You know, it's like, it's a whole different ball game from
0: what we do in the fort. Yeah, that particular matchup took the wind out of my sails. I went in there, I I had a banger that I thought was a decent banger. I was playing a lot with it on the the Crucible, getting practice with it. I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. And then I was paired against Jordan and he pulls out a eight horseman deck. (laughs) Eight horse, (laughs) double horse. It's a lot of horsepower. And I was like, okay, well, Let's see what happens, you know. Like I know some people don't like horsemen, but eight, and that's a lot. But and he just wiped the floor with me. And right, then, you didn't even forge a key, did you?
3: No. And you had no ember at the end of the game.
2: No. <laughs> oh
0: Jesus. Oh it's... pitched a no no yeah. on you. Yep. yep. Wow. Damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So I'm like, it's it's it sucks. You're just it's one of those games you're just waiting to lose. Like, come on, man, just, just get finish it. Over it. With. Kind of like getting oh. manned out in magic. You're like, can we just yeah. He's asking for advice. I'm like, no, just, just, just kill just, me. Just friggin' kill me. <laughs> it's almost over. Yeah, just concede. Anyways, <laughs> so after the match, we're just waiting for everyone else to finish. And he pulls out his deck box and it has a number 145 on it. And I look at him, I'm like, 145 out of how many? Then he got kind of offended. And I didn't mean to offend him where he's like, well, don't shame me for liking the, the sport that I like or something along those lines. I'm like, no, like that's intimidating. Right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to compete with that?
2: As yeah. a casual player, probably not probably because not. Yeah. Probably there not. there was an interesting Facebook post. Somebody was like, How many boxes of AOA do I need to buy to find a Vault Tour level deck? And somebody was like, Spend a thousand bucks on a deck. No, Oldovich is not for sale. <laughs> and you'll be better off spending a you know, five hundred bucks on a deck than buying fifty decks.
1: Oh, yeah. That's and opening a, fifty decks and hoping you find a vault tour banger. They're like, Go buy one. That's the same thing in magic. Yeah. You're opening packs is like the last thing you want to do for competitive yeah, You're buying magic. singles. Right. And, yep.
2: and yeah, I mean, in our friends who play magic, you know, they have $1,500 commander decks because they've got $45 special lands and they've got mm-hmm. the max number, you know, and it's like us with disc golf. If you have a bag of disc golf discs, you've got like eight or nine or 10 discs. Like that's cool. But then like guys like myself or Scott, you know, new disc comes out or like, oh, I'm going to go buy two of those and try that. We're always like buying new plastic, trying new plastic. because yeah, We're a little beyond casual. Right. So it's kind of that that difference yep, of like it's the next
3: thing where, you know, know, you know like like I that's I'm,
2: our full time hobby and passion. Mm-hmm. Kind of like these guys, they're they're 100 percent into Key Forge. And I think that's pretty cool. But to your point, Jason, at the competitive level. A casual player might be a little outclassed unless they happen oh, to a little, little outclassed. Sure. Uh, yeah, a little maybe
0: outclassed. like yeah. way outclassed. Well, the question is what's more important, player skill or the deck?
3: Well, I think both. I think both are very important. And and we were outclassed in both of them. Yeah, I'd say so. I think at the higher levels, especially in Archon where
2: you can look at their their list. It was pretty clear, like in my experience with the guys I played, they looked at the deck list and they immediately knew Well, I brought Oldovich. Yeah. So it was kind of the talk of the the day. They looked at it and they were like, "Well, this will be quick." And then when we started the game, they were playing exactly the way they needed to play to maximize their deck's chance of beating Oldovich. Mm-hmm. They made really good decisions mm-hmm. the whole time, knowing, "Oh, well, this is in the wings." Or, "Did you get it?" Right. Like, they, they were the questions. I draw up twelve cards, and they're right.
3: like, "Do I lose yet?"
2: Did you get them? <laughs> yeah. And then in the last game, one guy was like. It's mathematically impossible for you to not get it. Right. Are we done? And I was like, <laughs> right. just let me do this. This right. is freaking exciting. Right. I've been yes. waiting all day. Yes, you lose. So,
3: <laughs> yes, you lose. But but <laughs> to your point, these
2: guys they have the skill, you know? They're right. they they know every card. They know Yeah. the triggers, the mechanics, the tricks. They know the secondary strategies. If you take me off that one, What's the next best thing you have to look for once you've nerfed that one thing? Right.
3: And and I'm starting They're to get, good. I'm starting to get a little bit better at reading these deck lists. And, you know, I mean, I practice a little bit, you know, whenever mm. I play on the cruise ship, you know, I I, <laughs> <laughs> I check it out you know? I I look at their deck list and I only look oh. at it for like 10 seconds. Sure. I just look at it for 10 seconds. Try to identify three or four things that are going to bite me in the ass, and then I, then I close it down. And, and that's good practice, and that's what, that's what you have to do to be good at this game. You have to practice, and, and it's going to be really interesting when Worlds Collide comes out and, and you start seeing people playing those decks in tournaments very quickly after re- release. That's when you really start to see player skill.
0: There's one thing I want to mention when they announced the Vault Warrior thing that just kind of bugged me, and I'm probably the only person that this bugged. You had Richard Garfield on there, and someone asked the question, well, how many of one card can you get in a deck? And he thought about it like, well, technically you have 36 copies of one card if you consider um, Maverick. Mavericks. Sure. And in my head, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. But then it's like, well, I wish the algorithm was a little more elegant, if you will, mm-hmm. in balancing out situations. Like tuned. Yeah. Like it was specific yeah. situations. Because I know like Brad Andrews says his favorite game is Cosmic Encounters, and that's one of ours. And one of the great thing about well. that game is like, you have these situations. Dan's <laughs> like, he was looking me when he said one of ours. I've come
2: around on it, but yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic game if that's your flavor. But you have yeah, situations sorry. where you just have
0: crazy things happen. And if you're winning, you could just lose. And, and I wish there was a little more of a, something in the, in the algorithm that balance out decks, that every deck had a chance or something. And but, when now it, now it's just whoever spends the most, most money is going to find the, Perfectly tuned deck and is going to win. But I think that was
2: the point of Keyforges, and Richard Garfield said, you know, it's zany. It's all over the place. It's got broken combos. Right. You know, and this was one of my favorite things when we were first getting into the game. The, the specific rule statement about the fact that there are infinite combos. Mm-hmm. So we have to limit it to six play mm-hmm. uses per turn. Because we fully recognize that this game can be so broken if you get the right
3: deck. I think that that's one of the the cool things about this new Vault Warrior series is that we're gonna see some bangers come to that thing, right? Like we're gonna see oldoviches go. You know, we're gonna see some really awesome like yeah, it's play gonna get there. crazy. And and they're leaving the other one, the the normal Vault Tours like just prize. Pool so that, you know, anybody can go there and have a good time and not feel like you have to have a thousand dollar deck to compete. But pretty much every deck that's going to be going to the Vault Warrior finals is going to be a thousand dollar aftermarket deck. No doubt. Like, let's it's, just ma- make no mistake about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think that's a from a business perspective, that's a brilliant move on Fantasy Flight's part, because now people are going to be buying more decks to call through and find the bangers.
3: There's money in it. There's an investment at that point yeah. where you're like, okay, well, if I buy $2,000 worth of now, worth of freshies and pop yeah, them all open and try to find something, if Fantasy Flight can prove that there's money in the game, then at that point, the price will increase. and yeah.
2: Crazy, expensive, you know,
0: outlier decks that are just broken,
3: mm-hmm.
2: winning these things or taking them to the
0: top. But And that's where I wonder, when you get to that level, player skill, it, it's so high, it's almost not even a factor at that point.
2: Yes, R- right.
0: Like you, you said, with all of that, it, you, it doesn't that take or, skill
2: to win with it. I mean, it does. It does. You need, if you don't you get to know what yeah, you're doing, you you but you every, know, everyone's, everyone's
0: skill at that level is so high, it's the decks count. Right, the, where big a high time. Level big player time. Player skill is a little more involved at the yeah. casual
2: point. Well, oh. I, I agree, and I love that aspect of it. I always have. You know, you can get two bomb bombs together, and it it forces you to outthink your opponent,
3: and that's what I love about it. I would say that Oldovich doesn't require player skill to pilot successfully. No, no yeah. it, it, I, it just needs to know its combo and yeah. go forward. Because you, you don't even need to care. You, you, like, you don't even need to show me your icon. Your so I, you I, I was going
1: to get into this later, but I piloted it for the first time on the Crucible this morning just to get ready for this. I played like crap. I probably left at least 10 Amber on the table, but I still won. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of Cause, how stupid it because is. Because you just
0: have to wait until you win. I also want to touch upon on our casual level during our league.
2: Well, mm. let's yeah, let's talk about what, yeah. what this has done to our league because we finally
1: got a taste of, of the good stuff. Yeah, so we, we got a taste of the good stuff. We uh Archon like last week, and it was kind of a stark differentiation.
3: It, it all started with a conversation in Slack that was a little bit heated about we're playing Archon, and I'm in last place, and... I don't have any bangers cuz I only have like 12, five decks five, or whatever five or six decks. So yeah. you want to play Archon. and Scott I have like 50 decks, right? And you've got probably like 30 40 or something. Yeah, 35 40 30, whatever. You got 30 chasers. probably got 50 35 35. Yeah. You know, and so we've got we've got some stuff to call through and the experience of running them to know which one bangs right. and which one doesn't. Right. And as a casual player going into a non-chain Archon event, you know, with a loser prize on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of a shitty situation for Doug.
2: Well, I like I like how you said there was a conversation on Slack. It was a fucking shitstorm <laughs> all, <Yeah. day. laughs> all day. All we day with saying about- hey, off, we need to change the rules and we need to bid chains blind and what if you stand on your left leg and do a reverse triad while you sing the national anthem? That might balance it out. Like it was it was a gong show all day and people were like, "Well, I'm just not going to play or I'm not even going to show up because blah blah blah." And then it was, "Well, why don't we give Doug Oldovich, well then it's like, well, no, because he's gonna win. Then Ryan chimes in.
0: I was in last place last Last week and no one gave me anything to play with. Right. And that was was a good point. That was a very fair
2: point. And then we get there and we're like, No, what did we settle on? (laughs) because nothing got resolved. (laughs) It was just 40 million lines of text and anger. And I said, Well, I'm gonna play with Oldovich. And he said, No, we're banning that deck from league play (laughs) henceforth. (laughs) Here too, henceforth, (laughs) forever, forevermore. And I agreed. So I whipped out Ford Emperor and beat your asses anyway. Thank God. I got such a perfect draw against Scott. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was so, great. So it, when it comes down to,
0: just moments ago, I said player skill matters more in casual play, but in our sense, it's who had the most decks. Yeah, so
2: well, more, who had again, the most decks, but I think it's still
3: it's, also being able to identify a good deck and choose one to pilot, and then being able to pilot it well. Mm. I, I still think a middling deck with good skill wins.
2: Yeah. Yep. It can absolutely. You know, in League, if you misplay a couple things some of these decks you, you get such a matchup that it's a razor's edge
1: and you can't misplay if you misplay then it's a death sentence if you've got one of the combos going if you screw up and one of your combos doesn't pop yeah. off cuz you messed up then it it's kind of tough we kind of have our own microcosm now where some of us
2: have more decks inside of our league and some are even more casual and we're not out there, none of us have bought a deck on the second-hand market. We're not out there trying to find a deck that's broken to beat on our friends with, but we've just opened more decks.
0: The league originally started to be uh, adaptive, mm-hmm. to yeah. even things mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: it was a replacement for our Magic the Gathering Escalation League where we all start at the same start point and kind of progress exactly. through the league. Adding so, the same amount of cards The right. power it, yeah. level stays the same all yep. throughout. And, and, now, and now theoretically. With Keyforge, we are n-
0: completely out of that. And Knopf is now mixing up the format mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. week. So point-based stuff. So we you, you lose the evenness that adapter yeah. brings. And and or lose it. the meta too. The overall point that I'm questioning about the whole game is how do you make it fair?
3: I think Triad is about as close as t- to fair and fun that you can get because it lets you bring three things and it lets you look at your opponent's decks and say which of the, these ones can I not beat, or do I not want to play against? And then it lets you understand the meta. It lets you bring some of the meta, and then it lets
1: you try to bench some of it. So I, I think adaptive is probably that's that's the most fair. I it's think the most fair, but it's,
3: but but it's not as fun. It's not as fun. But, but it's I think fair. it
2: brings the most player skill in is adaptive because yeah. you
3: don't want to bring,
2: you know, a a fully ba deck because you're just. It's going to come down to chains. You might as well just say, all right, we all know what's going to happen here. Let's well, just fast forward to game three and bid chains. 24, okay. To take loses. it a
0: step further. I think Freshy Adaptive is the fairest. Because you have two decks you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets to see them in action equal yep. amount of time. Yeah, yep. that's, so,
3: that's so skill intensive. It is
2: because you have to be able to look at it and pilot it right away and recognize and so yeah i think has the, the most value, value in, in the, bid, the deck
1: if there if there is an imbalance you have to be able to bid chains and know what yeah, the right. chains number is so it, it'll be interesting to see how our group keeps playing this game because we do have a disparity we have people who have opened a lot and people who are not invested and whether or not we can keep you know our, our 10 players right now it, it kind of sounds like we're gonna lose ryan i don't know if doug's coming back. Uh, we'll have to see how this works out. Yeah. yeah. And that means there might be two spots open for the key fort league. I don't
3: know. I, don't know. I, think, <laughs> I think eight is the perfect number.
2: Uh, yeah. Ten, ten kind of maxes out the
1: fort for yeah. uh, game store mode. Well, and it and maxes it out. Eight's, eight's a good number for bracket tournaments too. Yeah, yeah. it is.
2: So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think adjusting format and maybe, unfortunately, just sticking to adaptive would level it back out a little bit too. I just Or, think
1: with, or stick to triad. Triad and adaptive. Triad and, and adaptive. Both, that would be both good. But, yeah. but Archon is not probably not the way to go for our our group. No. Because it it is bring the best banger and the best banger will win. There's too many people who are too competitive and
2: don't like to lose and Archon just introduces a well I don't even have a chance to screw you and then you come in with a bad taste in your mouth before you even get there and everybody was kind of I mean even pizza even pizza was a scandal like (laughs) the pizza shows up and TJ's like that's all pizza? Oh shh." Oh shit. Ah, fuck it. I'm ordering more pizza. I, this is bullshit. That's not enough pizza. <laughs> and you know what? That son of a bitch ordered two more pizzas. Yeah, and square like in Parkway. Yeah, and, oh, we, and argued like five five was, we argued about square cut pizza. We argued about
1: a everything. pizza and a half that was left over yeah. out of those two pizzas. Yeah, yeah, but that we there wasn't enough pizza then. Those were tasty leftovers though. No, I'll tell the, you the, what?
3: the the only reason that that pizza was nice to have was so that if you were full and you wanted to have a piece of regret, you could. Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> it's a Nick too it's, much pizza because there was too much
3: pizza. Yeah, it's the Nick play. You're like, it's, yeah. he's like,
2: you know, it's like, oh, don't worry, Nick will eat all of that. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. There won't be leftovers Nick's here. All right, yeah.
3: I, I, I got to pee. Team Trick. Be sure to have proper hygiene. Wash those special parts. Your partners will appreciate a clean body. Team Trick. In between rounds, give your
1: teammates a shoulder rub. Got to relieve that competition tension.
3: G-trick. Throw your opponents off by having a
2: special, way too drawn out celebration end zone dance every time one of you forges a key. G-tricks. We're going to pop a freshie here for you guys in a minute, but we're going to recap.
1: We have to talk about this deck.
2: Yeah, so I don't think our level of excitement matched just how ridiculous this is. Luke. Luke knew what was up almost immediately. Luke had spent, no
3: freaking clue.
2: Well, Luke spent a couple days trying to get this from Scott and from me. And yeah, uh, he sent
3: us a pretty lowball offer that we should mention.
2: Yeah, he offered me a display box of AOA and I was like
3: Like two weeks after they went on sale for fifty. I was like, I've got
2: fifty dollars <laughs> in my pocket. I'll just no thank you. Like this is <laughs> Try again, this Luke. Is disgusting. But no, and Luke Luke was like, Oh, I had to start somewhere. So we, we're having good laughs about it. But um Yeah, Oldovich. The Impersonator of the Moon. This deck, for those of you following at home, is a Genka deck. It is Mar-
1: Mars, Dis, and Untamed. Untamed.
2: So get your head around this. It's got your Martian Generosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Triple Key Abduction. Triple Key Abduction. Yeah. Okay. It's got three Glimmers. Three Glimmers. Yep. So Two just, so just Dusk Witches. Two Dusk Witches. Two Dusk Witches. Sky Booster Squadron and yep. Xanthic's Harvesters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let two, me just... Two... Harvesters, Two Harvesters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two Three Fates and Dis, Binding Irons, oh, dust and, damp, and why Gub. And why don't we just throw in a Restraguntus in there, too? Yeah, he's in there. Why not? Anguish. Anguish. Oh, yeah. It's got Rustnar to control artifacts, and it's got Regrowth. So let's just recap. You're going to have to deal with a Dusk Witch potentially eight times.
3: Yeah. You're going to have to deal with a Martian Generosity, potentially... That's- Three times, yeah. Glixel proliferator, two proliferator, so you can archive yeah. him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really quickly though. We were in the car the other day coming back from disc golfing, and uh, and I kind of oh, got good segue. This is where I, I kind of got this idea in my head that this thing can potentially win on turn two. Correct, right? Correct. And and, and so I I kind of ran it through for you. And do you want to run it through?
2: Okay, so the hand you're looking for is a dusk witch. With Sky Booster Squadron, Xanthex Harvester, Martian Generosity. And then yeah. whatever else. And then what, whatever else. Who, who cares what else. who cares what yeah, else? Yeah, exactly. So if you go first, you get Dusk Witch out. If they don't deal with it, you pop out Sky Booster Squadron, Xanthex Harvester, reap with him for two, and then you do the old reach around back and forth forever Sky with Sky pop. Booster. So you That's three ember. Three ember there, so you're sitting on five. Uh-huh. You pop Martian Generosity six. You draw twelve cards. If you get all three key abductions, you win. <laughs>
3: That's, that's, just, that's just science, kids. And if you don't get all three key abductions, you probably only get two, which means yeah. you're sitting at two keys on turn two, yeah. and you'll probably have your proliferator out at that point.
2: Which is what happened. So Scott and I came back to the fort, and we played, and the second game with it, <laughs> I'm not I, shitting I you. got the combo. He drew the, he but drew I, the combo But on I me. only drew two key abductions instead yeah. of three, but I had the proliferator, so he came in ready, reaped with him, popped an amber, Archived Martian generosity, drew him on the next turn, reap, 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 draw up the rest, you lose. Turn three, there's nothing you can do. Turn three, there's nothing you can do. You can't, there's
1: nothing you can do. There's enough, there's so like, when I was playing on the Crucible, there was enough fetch where like I could get back, I played like four uh, key abductions to win, just like, because you just like get it back all the time. Right, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with this deck, yeah, this the deck discard is the yeah. discard
2: pile does not exist. The no. discard pile is what is known as archive with this deck. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Oh, I put your Choda and it's got Choda Hasri. It's got a Choda Hasri in it
3: and and a Soldiers to
2: Flowers." And a Soldiers to Flowers.
3: <laughs> right? So even if you don't get your three key abductions on the first one, it's fine. You know, you get two maybe. Okay. And and then your next turn, you have just all your deck in your hand. You just discard all of your untamed and then play Soldiers to Flowers and then pop your Chode down. Yeah. You're done. And then draw the entire
1: deck and win. There are a bunch of ways <laughs> to win. It's insane. It is
2: it's but totally it, insane. But in the meantime, while you're trying to mill yourself, you've got Dis. So you're three fates, you're handling the board, you've got blood shard imps. It's got just anguish. It's got you got anguish. So you've got control. key control. You've got Rustnar to destroy artifacts. Like it's bonkers. So at the source at the team event, yeah, we brought it on purpose. And it was hilarious because hand it over and they go, Oh, Jesus. Is this real? I'm like, yeah, it's one of four in the world, and it's the highest rated one of the four because it's got key cheats, triple glimmer. Like, come on! And so it was funny the comments. Everyone was a good sport about it, and you know we were too. But it was just like, wow, this is cool. Like, I didn't know I'd ever see a deck this broken. Stupid. It's so stupid. It's really it's,
3: good. It just goes to show. And we showed it to Brad after. We he did. Was, we met Brad there. Andrews, and Andrew's he was yeah. he was fantastic,
2: yeah. and he was you know very. uh very gracious with his time and we said hey you know just check this out what do you think
3: i asked him what turn do you think that this thing can win on and he looked at the deck list and <laughs> yeah. said two two <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> like, yes yep. yep and we almost pulled it off yesterday and he's like really and i was like well
2: could you you know i don't know could you do me a little favor maybe we could have you know, adjust this, get another one printed, but could I get like two Chodahazris and five just one, Glimmers? Just one more Martian Generosity. <laughs> Maybe one, really one more regrowth. That. Just yeah. the Martian Generosity. That's all you need. And he was like, oh yeah, that's hilarious. Why don't we just give you four, three Fates too, instead of two? And I was like, that wouldn't be bad. You know, if you want to do that, you can take some creative control. Right. So, so anyway, we've beaten this to death. Long story short. It's stupid. Mega Ultra Banger 9001. Yeah, well, well we can all agree. Banger. Banger.
3: Banger. banger.
1: A bangerist, of banger. Mega banger, mega banger. This got me even more excited
3: for that Vault Warrior thing because I was like, "Hey Jeff, you know, you should go, go win, win, the win World Tour, twenty five thousand dollars with this deck. We can whole thing. do it. Do it. This could win the whole thing. It's in Easy. the mix.
1: Stupid. It's <laughs> in the
3: mix. It's that broken, and it's great because you don't even need player skill to go down there.
1: And, yeah, thanks. And you
2: continue you, to remind me. You could just go. Leaving the like, source, Jason goes. <sighs> deck doesn't even take skill. He's like, "You're dumb." Anybody can win with that deck. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) fuck
0: you. No, you're you're gloating, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I was gloating. How does it feel to play a deck that takes no skill to win? Like like, Congratulations.
3: Team Trick. Make sure you help make the bed before you leave. Oh, key forge?
0: I thought this was
1: a key party. Team Trick. Use the same color sleeves. No one will see you swapping. Team Trick.
2: Make up your own language.
0: Tricks. Pop pop freshie. Freshie. Are you in the house of Mars? You got this, or you brawling up in pop All right,
2: so let's pop this freshie. Let's do it. All right, so we've got an AOA deck here. We're popping this freshie. All right, I've freshie. got my commemorative Canadian souvenir bear bear knife. It's a stainless it china. Really mm. fine. So you're up so, in your game, huh? Yeah. yeah thanks, he, thanks to Sears McAdam for this. Luke inspired me with his dad knife. He did. He knife. did yeah. He pulled it that's out. Right? And this thing's beautiful. It's only sort of rusted. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Got some bears. It's got cool. some bears on it. Yeah, so got, yeah. you know, we're just gonna we're gonna do the loop tab. Okay. Luke tab oh, thing. Loop okay. Tab. So it's actually not sharp enough out. to cut the tabs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Okay. So we're gonna put that on the table. Yeah, well, never no, no, you you have to cut the tabs because and you have to sniff it too. Yeah. You got to do exactly what. No, that's Luke's thing. But yeah. it opened
1: up an old bitch banger, mega banger. Well,
2: okay, I'll give Luke credit. What if he that's did? the way you do it. Luke did call that there was no Brobnar, so hold on.
1: What do you what do you got? The box tells me nothing. <laughs> that's, all right, let's that's open layered. it up.
2: I know. Uh, let's see what we got. It's my willow reference. All
3: right. Oh, Fresh. Freshies. 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 Freshies.
0: Freshies.
3: Pop
2: into
0: this hmm. thing.
3: What what uh Um All right.
2: Taro Spur. Exester Undertaker. Really? What houses are in there? We've got Sanctum, Sanctum, Untamed, and
3: Brabbles. Oh, Dan, okay. here, you take a look at that. Let me see this deck here. All right. Um, it's wow. a weird house. We uh, uh, that's nice. Uh, Let's that okay, out. so we got. Three gauntlets oh. of command might makes that's right. Interesting. Is, holy so is there, shit! Is there that lots was... of creatures in here?
1: No. Let's see. Three gauntlets of command mm. and not many creatures. Not many <laughs> Brobnaar creatures. There's a bunch of
3: Noxes in here.
1: Uh, three oh. healing
3: blasts. Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> and an equalize. Okay. Oh, Charlie, that's With, without really any guard, without really any capture. There's a gatekeeper for capture, but that's really it. Yeah, mm. There's a key charge. A so those can be tree. very powerful, though. This thing might be the bombiest of the bomb bombs we've opened on this podcast. I it think, doesn't actually. sound interesting to it's me. got baka jaga. It's got, I don't know, it's got... That's the skirmish one, right? It's got jaga. a regrowth in case one of your Nox's dies, so that's nice, I guess. Psh, um, no. I don't see any fun combos in here at all. <laughs> the
1: three rares...
3: <laughs> This thing sucks. This thing
0: (laughs) sucks so bad.
3: (laughs) Piece of crap. Wow. Should we just put this one right in the charity box? Yeah, just box it
2: up. (laughs) This okay.
3: Fucking. We have to play with it,
2: though. Man.
0: It's got a
3: key charge. It's got a key charge, but it has no way of generating ember besides reaping with your shitty untamed creatures. You or got shitty. soldiers to flowers? With how, many, of how many untamed creatures? Yeah, probably Step seven, it oh, looked yeah. like. You got Bingy Bang Bang. You got Nox. Groke. Yeah, this thing's not going to hit at all.
2: Ogopogo. Who's Ogopogo? What is Ogopogo? Apokago. Agopago! Agopago P!
1: <laughs> um, it is a creature, a giant creature, mm. six power. After a Agopako attacks and destroys a creature, you may deal two to a creature.
2: Yeah, no, no. This is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's got three gauntlet of commands, and it's got... Three bramnar creatures. This is hot dumpster garbage. <laughs> it's, got, it's got
3: three gauntlet how many, of commands. How many shells yes, does it have? let me see this. Thing. Three gauntlet of commands and yeah. of Freaking commands. three bramnar creatures. Uh, no, all three houses in this room. I mean, it. yeah, the untamed. There's well, nothing there. good in here. How
1: many healing blasts? Three healing blasts. Three healing blasts three with, healing with a hallowed shield. Man. With yeah, a hallowed shield.
3: This guy sucks. And his Archon looks like he's a big, a big fat chicken with his arms wide open.
2: Well, should we call this one? Exester Undertaker. Oh, Flame Wake Shaman. Is there I lied. In- <laughs> There's four Brown creatures. It's
3: a banger. <laughs> Not
2: Let's Go! Psych.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think it is? This is
3: a Bomb Bomb. This is a Bomb Bomb. This it- is a shitty ass Bomb Bomb. It's heading straight
2: to charity. Yeah, Bomb Bomb. If you want this deck. Send us a Forge Sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, let's, let's start giving some charity out. If you send us a Forge Sound, we'll, we'll send, send you, you a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a flaming pile of garbage from our charity bin. Which, it's full. We it have a display full. box full of decks. We got at least 12 charity bomb bombs over there. By, I mean, this, by this, would, the, be, this would be a
3: great reversal deck. No doubt. And remember, <laughs> you bring this thing and you're like have fun with all your healing blasts, asshole. I like your thing. I like, like how you art I
2: like how you put a spin on that. So, yeah, send us some forging sounds. Yeah. Maybe the, uh, this, is ba- this, is, this is a This is a banger bomb bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that is a banger bomb bomb. Yeah, so send us your forging sounds. Um we we're getting some good momentum on yeah, that. Yeah, Jeff is really volunteered
3: fun. to do all the mailing.
2: We'll send you a little one. care uh, package. Well, we'll also throw in some random shit from the fort. Maybe Whoa. like a bike fork. A two we have by plenty four. of
1: uh, disc golf minis. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, of disc golf of minis. There's some
2: old speaker cable. Some, that's yeah, kind of cool. There's some
1: posters. They're not getting the posters. The posters
3: know. are amazing. I don't know. There's that one that's up there that's folded and behind the poverty sucks thing. That, it's not even doing anything. That's
2: a, that's just a starter play mat.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> we'll
3: send that to somebody. There you
2: go. So,
0: send send yeah, some go. stuff <laughs>
3: in. Follow us on Instagram. You can you can find us on Instagram at, at key.fort. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash keyfortpodcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Just go to Facebook and look for Keyfort. Um, Oh, yeah. And make sure to check out keyfortpodcast.com slash playspace to check out our banger and bomb bomb mats. There's two different designs for you to choose from, the big Keyfort and then the more elegant one. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.